It's the Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine podcast, and I'm Janet Blair. Each week, I sit down with one of my girlfriends, whether it be Teresa, Natalie, Carrie, Kristen, Tara, Stephanie. We talk about whatever. We completely restore this trailer, you know, fry people's faces off as a bad Mexican. I don't understand the competition that goes on between women. Two girls and a bottle of wine. Over a glass of wine, bottle of wine, or sometimes a couple bottles of wine. Join in on Facebook at facebook.com slash two girls and a bottle of wine. Don't miss us. <laughs> Hello, I'm Janet. And I'm Carrie. And we, we are two, two girls, girls and, and a bottle, bottle of wine. wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. Carrie McLeod is back. And you have had a very exciting life these days. I have. Not not fun exciting. Well, you've had some fun. Like, your nails look great. You've had fun my exciting nails, nails. My nails do look yeah. fabulous. And, and these jeans and, that I'm wearing, my $75 jeans. That right, your new pair of fun jeans. Have holes in them and look like I've owned them forever. Isn't that crazy that it as is women so we, nuts. we'll pay 100 bucks for something that looks like we've owned it forever? I have reservations doing that. Some, like, the most recent pair, two pairs of jeans I own, I bought from the Goodwill. Because I'm not like I have one pair of jeans I bought at the buckle. They were Miss Me jeans, ninety eight dollars. I had worked really hard. I wanted these jeans, and I'm like, this is not worth it. See, and that's what I was thinking. I have my pair of jeans from Buckle, and I'm thinking, why didn't I just rip them up with, <laughs> with the holes and stuff? But whatever. Your jeans look adorable. We we women do crazy. We do. Stuff. And faded flannel shirt that I paid yes. fifty bucks for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It is probably stuff I could just go to the Goodwill and pay five bucks you have for. To, but it's a treasure hunt when you go to the Goodwill. You have to, like, I, I think the day I got I those don't. jeans, I went to, like, three different Goodwills. Steve was traveling. And I used to, like, that's what I would do. I would go deal shopping. And I haven't done that in a long time. I need to do that. And I found them. Funny enough, at the one right off of 225 and Parker Road. Oh, okay. And I started way up north. That's funny. And I found one, found close, them closer. Close to home. Yeah. I was that's like, oh, that's funny. Bonehead. I don't have the patience for Goodwill. I, I go to you the Goodwill. To no, I buy silverware. Patience. I buy silverware from the Goodwill because mm-hmm. for reasons I do not ever understand, my kids throw away my forks and spoons and stuff, right? Oh, my God. Why? Why do they do this? But I'm not going to go buy expensive, nice forks right. and spoons. You know, just go to the Goodwill and they're what ten cents each, something That's like awesome. that. You could probably get like a whole set for like a dollar. That's the only reason they all mix. Nothing, nothing's yeah. matching. That's the only That's reason okay. I ever go into Goodwill. But I should probably look for holy jeans I can buy for five bucks instead of seventy-five bucks. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had other crazy excitement. All right. We had to take a break because the computer, um, it always does this with you. You have like this amazing electric energy that affects the computer. I'm taking that as a compliment. Yes. The amazing electric energy. Of Carrie uh McLeod. Yep, I'm going with that. All right. So lots of excitement Mm -hmm. that has caused stress in those that love you. Yeah, for me, I just took a really long nap. But without getting into all the details, I was recently in the hospital, as you know, because mm-hmm. Ken was communicating with you. And, Thank you, and Ken. Teresa and, and Amber and then other people that the pod, your podcast doesn't know. Um, but without getting into everything, I had a subdural hemorrhage. So I had a slow brain bleed. Oh, my gosh. For me, though, I just got to take a nap. I mean, they put me, like, in a coma, and I just took, like, this long three-day nap. But I'm guessing And you don't remember anything? No. 
No. no. So I, I'm guessing that, um, I mean, I'm sure it was traumatic for the people who care about me, certainly, but... Yeah, for me, yes, I, just, I, I got a really long nap. A friend of mine, though, she told me because you know, I mean, it seems like every time I come on here, I have another crazy There's event. An adventure, I know. So, a friend of mine, she said, "You're becoming like Lemony Snicket. You're like Lemony Snicket in a series of unfortunate events." I have no idea what you're. You talking gotta about. watch that movie. It's a great, great kids movie. So, Lemony Snicket in a series of unfortunate events, and you, I think you'll like it. I think you'll really. I'm writing like it. it down right now. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have had, like, the last year. I know. Has been. I, I know. I know. And I think all the time, too. And Ken told me this. He's like, you know, if you were a totally different person, you would be, like, bitter and bitching. And you'd get back on Facebook so you could whine and complain. Right. And I, I, I try and look at the silver linings. So, you know. You're back. And, and I got to have a long s- nap. So there you, you did. go. There's my silver lining. And you look amazing. Thank and, you. Like, if I didn't know the stuff that had happened, I wouldn't even know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people don't have that ability to hide the stress they've mm-hmm. been going through. Yeah. It's on their sleeve and on their face. <laughs> and you're back to running, <laughs> which I don't I, even I, know. I'm not actually supposed to be. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm sure I get lectured on clouds. You're no, walking on I, clouds. I was running. I was running. I have another cat scan on Monday tomorrow, and hopefully I'll be released from everything. But I was getting depressed. I need to run. I don't. I don't run for. I don't necessarily run for the health, for the physical benefits, for you know to fit into my clothes. I mean, that's not the biggest reason I do it. The biggest reason I do it is because it makes me feel good and and it helps me deal with depression. So yeah, uh, I went to the gym with the intent of this was a couple of days ago. I went to the gym with the intent of walking, and I just started running and I didn't drop dead. So I think I'm good. I, I've now gone running four times, four times since. Um, yeah, and I haven't dropped dead, so I think. And that that was actually yeah. one of your texts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're so funny. Mm-hmm. I have to pull up the Carrie text messages. Let's see. Oh no, I deleted them. Sorry. The last text I have is I just spent seventy five dollars on a pair of jeans with holes in them to look like I've owned them for years. Mm-hmm. I am one, but I have to admit, women are weird. We are. We are. We are so weird. <laughs> Uh, but you like randomly out of the blue because you had told me you were feeling a little blue, not mm-hmm. being able to exercise. And I can totally relate mm-hmm. um, when I get too busy or too tired to go to the gym and say a week goes by. I just feel icky. Right. I, and it I and that happened last weekend. I hadn't been able to work out very much. And I got all ready to go to Steve's show here in Denver. I, I did my makeup. I put fake eyelashes on which i don't do very often Mm -hmm. i went to go get dressed and i was like nope it just felt this icky unhappiness like a dark cloud was over my head and i was like steve you don't want me going out of this house i will not be someone people want to talk to yeah i feel i feel blue if i if i don't get i feel gray yeah, I feel. <laughs> you feel yeah, blue. I guess I, I feel, feel gray, gray, and I just want to curl up in a better. ball. Yeah, and so I get it, right? But you need to focus on the brain, like heal that. Don't yeah. drop dead. Well, one of my one of my favorite doctors, um, not Ralph. Okay, an, another like, Ralph. another another doctor friend that. Don't ever have a crush on. I didn't have a crush on him. You know, ever. not like not. Yeah, he's. He's just a friend. A friend. 
He told me what I really need to stay away from until I get cleared is weightlifting because he knows I lift really heavy. So, mm-hmm. um, but running, like I said, I've now done 20 miles and wow. No. So you ran four times, mm-hmm. 20. So you're running five miles at a time. Yeah. Well, yeah, I normally run a lot more. Look Norm- at me doing math. Yeah, I know. I'm impressed. Look at you. Look at you being all smart with your mathematics in your head. Um, no calculator there. Yeah, no. I norm. I normally run between six and ten miles when I run, mm-hmm. and so this I, I I cooled it. I I brought it back, and I didn't do like any interval training or anything like that. But it felt good to actually get out and run. So I went running this morning before I came here. Wow. Yeah. So. I made eggs before you came here. <laughs> I didn't even get dressed. I love eggs. I did touch up my my makeup because this is last night's makeup, but touched up a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't tell Teresa you still have last night's I makeup know. on. I know she will lecture you. It was. It wasn't even. I didn't even drink that much, but I I was so tired because the Grizzly Rose the concerts start so late mm-hmm. for this old lady and like all of them do that's like all my friends and bands you know they why yes. don't you ever come see us why don't you ever, because you don't start at six right you, you start at like nine, nine or ten or eleven yes. and and I'm old <laughs> and it was so that. funny we were when he the Sam Riggs um was the guy we went and saw last night and um he Hit the stage, and I was like, wow, he looks really young. <laughs> so I Googled. I should not have Googled. He's 10 years younger than me. Uh-uh. That's the first time that's happened. Like, Chase Rice is a few years younger than me, and I, I accepted that, and it's okay. But, like, 10 years, and he starts, like, singing about, uh, you know, how he's feeling old some days, and I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is the first. All of my older friends have been in this moment, but this is a first. <laughs> and, like, looking... Uh, we were going to be like really old biddies and sit in the back and sit. And mm-hmm. we're concert girls. So like after two songs, we're up in the middle taking right. pictures. Right. And, and I'm like looking around and it's these young kids. And I'm like, this was us. And they do the 18 plus shows. Yes. All of yeah. the concerts are 18 plus. Yeah. So you see X's. And they're between the ages of 18 and 21. I know. And then what's so crazy, too, is some of them will, like, you'll meet some of those girls in the bathroom, and they're talking about how old they are. And I'm like, shut up. I know. Just shut up. There was one time I went out dancing with, I, it was some people I, I worked with, and Chris, and we went to um, 1082 Broadway. Okay. And, and we went we went dancing and you know it's young young crowd but I like that they have the they have the, like the different floors so you could do like alternative music or you okay, could do yeah. hip hop or you could go up on the patio and just hang out and they have like a smaller dance floor and that tends to be where the older people kind of gravitate mm-hmm. so we went there and then we decided it just wasn't it, it wasn't a good vibe it was mm-hmm. just one of those. Actually, I felt really old. That was the big thing. I did. I felt old because we kept going downstairs, and that's where everybody's doing, like, ecstasy and stuff, and that's where the DJ. So they have, like, a DJ, you know, and that still is such a foreign concept to me that these DJs are followed. Like, yes. Like a band. They're and I'm famous. Like, I'm like, I don't under... They play I, other d- people's yeah. music, or they just take sounds and mix yeah, them. Yeah, and I, I don't get it. And they have, like, the crazy light show and stuff. Anyway, it was just... it was. It was not my thing that night. So we left. We decided to go to the compound. The compound is a gay bar. 
Okay. Might not even have started as a gay bar, but you know, you go in, they have a big screen, and there's always Madonna on there, like Madonna videos. So I think that might be what happened is they played Madonna and then all the gay men gravitate towards it. Was it was like a magnet. Yeah, it's like, you know, Barbara Streisand, Madonna, Liza Minnelli, you know. Lady just, Gaga probably. Lady Gaga. Yeah. Yes, Taylor Swift now. Really? Lots of gay men are that. Swifties. Yeah, so I think what happens is the bar starts playing like one of those Madonna or mm-hmm. something and then all the gay men just... Go. Yeah, so we decided to go to Compound and Dance because I love dancing at the Compound because, you know, you, you get no to one dance. No with you. Yeah, and you get to dance with some really great, fine-looking men with their shirts off, you know, but they don't come up and grind on you, which is so weird to me. <laughs> Have you ever been in a club? And that's what the guys do. Yes, they I, just come up and start grinding, and you get one away and another comes that up. That was college, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I that... Because before I got married, that was before I got married, men still came up and said, Would you like to dance? Right. Which I like about the country bars too, because the men will come up and be a gentleman and say, Would you like to dance with me? They don't just come up and start humping on you. <laughs> you know, so So anyway, we're we're walking we're walking down towards we're walking to her car, I guess. I don't think we walked to the compound because it's like South Broadway. And these these people are walking with us, and I, I was telling my friends, I'm like, God, I felt so old in there. And then I was probably, I don't know, 43, 44, something like that. It was a few years ago. And this girl, she's walking next to me. She's like, me too. God, I just felt ancient in there. And I looked at her, I'm like, how old are you? And she said, I'm 23. Oh, dear. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. I You could be my child. <laughs> but there is that, like, the 21-year-olds. Mm-hmm. It seems like if after you hit the 24, 23, 24 mark, um, like they always, I remember starting to feel a little older. Like I'm like, oh, those 21 year olds that just started drinking, they're being silly. <clears throat> but now Smashed. when you look at them, don't you be, aren't you kind of like, yeah, you're still a baby. Sorry. Such a baby. You're a baby. And then when you get my, I'm 48, same as Teresa. Now we look at them and we're like, you guys are children. You're like, you're like younger than one of my children, you know? Yeah. And and it's like, you're not that grown up. Sorry. And it's really funny when they start getting to be 24, 25 and they start thinking they're wise. (laughs) No, you have way more mistakes you need to make before you can say you're wise. (laughs) It's hilarious. So that's funny. That's funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I got home at like, I think by the time we got home, because my friend drove and I, was at parked at her house and then I got home. It was like one thirty, and I'm like, "This is really late. I got to get to bed." Carrie's gonna be here at eleven. <laughs> I got to get some sleep. And I had the alarm set for nine. It was so, and I it went off at nine. I stayed in bed till nine thirty. Isn't that funny? As you get older, too. I mean, you like. I I think now when I want to go out, I have to think in terms of okay. What am I doing the rest of the weekend? Do I have time right. for a hangover? Right. Can I, you know? And it, when I was younger, I go out, party, you know, sleep for two hours, go to work, come home, take like a twenty minute nap, go out and do the same thing. And I think about that now. No, 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 no. I need like a full Recovery weekend period. Yeah, I, my preference is to go out on Fridays. Yes. Because then I have Saturday whole, and Sunday. Yes. Like you have Saturday to feel like poop, and then Sunday you actually have a day you can salvage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I Although you still feel sort of dehydrated and tired. and Right. Mm-hmm. But then on Monday you wake up and you feel like a million bucks. 
Yeah. It's like, how did I do this as a, as a, your body doesn't do what it used to do. No, no, (laughs) not at all. I've always Uh, been a cheap drunk too. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Keep it that way. I, um, if I drink Malibu, I am pretty good. Like Malibu rum is my, cause Mm -hmm. it's pretty chill. Um, we started the night off last night with margaritas and whoa, that went, took me from zero to woo girl, but then I was able to tone it back <laughs> and like, I can't tone it back. I do tequila. There is no tone in this Well, back. I only had one margarita, but it was the size of my head and then it just had like two Malibus. So by the time, you know, the end of the night came, I was like, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. I drink beer usually when I go out. That's smart. Yeah, because... But beer affects me because I'm used to drinking Malibu. I'm a I'm a very cheap date. Mm-hmm. Incredibly cheap date. Like, I have to lie. Like, <laughs> you know, I have to act like I've been drinking before I got there, you know, uh-huh. so, so that Christmas I don't have party. to tell... How much did you drink? Right. You know, one. I had one. Mm-hmm. One glass of wine. Yeah, that did this. <laughs> No, I drink I drink beer because you know I get drunk really easily, but once I'm drunk, it makes a whole lot of sense to just keep on drinking. Yeah, you to know, maintain that. Whereas with beer, you know, I'll drink two beers, I got a nice buzz going, but mm-hmm. I don't think you know what I'm just gonna keep drinking all night and maybe go to Vegas or <laughs> let's get married, let's get a tattoo. Yeah. So we um, like we started off last night at a Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. and um, so it was it was good. I'm not a big Mexican restaurant person because I can't handle the spiciness. Mm-hmm. But since I started dating Steve, I've learned that there are things I can have, and I just make sure that they constantly keep my water filled. Um, and my girlfriend and I were talking, and she's like, you know, I she was recently in Mexico. She was like, one of the best meals I've ever had was in Mexico. In this hole in the wall. And I was like, I stopped and I'm like, I couldn't tell you the best meal I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So, Carrie, what is the best meal you have ever had? And okay. I'm telling you, I can't. Like, I racked my brain last night and I'm like, I love food. Mm-hmm. But I can't, like, pinpoint one meal where I'm like, yep. I probably can't pinpoint one meal, but a few. We went to Playa del Carmen, same thing. Mm-hmm. So, so same thing, Mexican, the hole-in-the-wall place. So we were, of course, we were at a resort, but we went off and mm-hmm. did our, our other stuff, and we went to a hole-in-the-wall place. This was actually a really bizarre situation for me because this was the first trip that I took with Zach um, when we first got together. And we, so we went to Playa del Carmen. It was, like, over the holidays, and we go to this like little hole in the wall restaurant, and he runs into big old Russian dudes that he knows. From what? I I don't, I have no idea. To this I'm day, like, you don't you, know. I'm like, did you plan? No, we just we just know him. And his dad was his dad was there mm. too, and 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 then that's something that's always happened. Like anytime I traveled with Zach, we'd run into like other big huge Russian guys <laughs> that he would he would know. And so, did this ever concern you? Well, I always would say, you're like the head of the Russian mafia, aren't you? <laughs> but then I realized that they're all afraid of his grandma, you know, the little uh-huh. tiny. And so I think she might be the head of the oh. Russian mafia. 
And that's why he knows all these other big, huge Russian dudes. But anyway, this hole in the wall. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was such fantastic, incredible food. And then just here in Denver, like one of my favorite restaurants is, um, um, I'm blanking, Red Square. I have drank there. I haven't eaten there. Yeah, the vodkas are amazing. Yeah. But the food is the food is also incredible. Um, really wonderful. And I love the service. I love the ambiance. I mean, I just love it's a that nice, restaurant. Yeah, it's in Larimer Square. Mm-hmm. And um, the only time I've been there, I the owner was sitting at our table because he was interested in one of the girls that was at our table. Mm-hmm. And he was very nice. He seemed very, very mm-hmm. nice. But he kept bringing vodka over. That's don't do that. <laughs> I left my ID there because I had one of the mules, and mm-hmm. to get the copper cup, you have to leave your ID, and so that was embarrassing. <laughs> had to go back the next day. <laughs> had to do the walk of shame with Stephen Toe, feeling like crap because vodka is evil. Mm. I know I love vodka though. It's it's good, but and it, I do drink it'll way too butt. much vodka whenever I go there for sure. They have um. I don't know. They kept bringing pickles, and I kept eating pickles with my vodka. I don't know why, but hmm. yes, my girlfriend was gluten free, so they had like a gluten free vodka for her. I didn't know vodka had gluten in it. Gluten isn't everything. I think they're making that up. You know, also the whole gluten free thing is kind of interesting because the gluten free is for people with celiac, and but there's so yeah. many people who claim that they need to have gluten free, even though they've never ever been tested for celiac. Right. So it's like you're just you're just doing the trend. Right. I think chances are pretty good you can probably eat gluten and you'll be just fine. Right. Unless you have celiac. See, my girlfriend doesn't have celiac, but she does like her body. Mm-hmm. She'll be in the restroom all night long if she eats gluten. There's some. It's not celiac disease, but it's. Something where her and she had issues for years and years and years, and finally they had her remove gluten and mm-hmm. it's all gone. And she lost like 10 pounds. I was her, like, pro- probably it's more likely that she has an allergy to wheat, yeah. And and being gluten free, you're wheat free, avoiding yeah. exactly. So that's probably the more likely culprit is not the gluten but the wheat. Mm. So, work comments that you have sent me have been quite hilarious you wanted to talk about mean people at work because there's a lady that you work with that you she's just very negative not really mean people just very negative nelly she really is (laughs) but you know what i decided i don't want to spend any time on her i just i just don't she she irritates me to no end and that's just how she is. But those that's those people, those people who are so negative, like all the time, they're mm-hmm. constantly, constantly negative. They'll find the worst situation, everything. You right. Know? Those people make me nuts because I'm so opposite from mm-hmm. that. Excuse me. That I try very hard to um, find the positive. You have to. Yeah. And I think we all have those people in our lives, whether, I, you, whether it's work or whether it's... Mm-hmm. In other parts of your life, you can avoid them. We're all about as happy as we set our, set our minds to be. That's true. really what it comes down to. If you're not happy, it's your own doing. It is. Because mm-hmm. life is way too short mm-hmm. to not be happy. And that's so I don't so understand. Yeah, I don't get the people who want to spend it just complaining, complaining, complaining. But, you know, we saw that on, on Facebook all the time, yes. too. You could go through your news feed and there's people who vent and whine and complain about this and that and this and that. And, you know, it's... 
Yeah, I so don't miss that. <laughs> it's yeah, I, I unfollow people now. Speaking of Facebook, so this this guy who I've known forever, um, I had a crush on him when I was I don't know eighteen, nineteen, and super shy and mm-hmm. awkward and and uh, you know, and I I, I talked to him. You know, I talked to him here and there, like you go know, to parties and stuff, and I talked to him. But you know, he had no idea I had a crush on him. Now I think he has a little bit of a, a crush on me. Um, but he texted me. You know, he texts me all the time, and he texted me um, yesterday or the day before. He's like, "Are you okay? I looked for you on Facebook. What happened?" Where has like, he been? I'm like, I've been off of Facebook since November. <laughs> and, you know, me and him, we, we text all the time. So to be perfectly honest, I like the fact that it took him that long to realize I'm not on Facebook. Especially because there's so many men. And, and still, even not being on Facebook, they will find out things about me elsewhere. Google. Like, They'll listen to this podcast or, or they'll read my, my blog, which, you know, those, those are fine, but it's like, how about just have a conversation with me? Right. Why not just ask me if you want to know about me? Because really, you just make me feel like you have no interest in me whatsoever because you're finding out information about me everywhere else. So it was kind of, it was kind of cool when Steve's like, you know, here it is six months later. It's like, what happened? Did you delete me? <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Do you have any plans of going back to Facebook? Yeah, after the elections. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know though, Carrie. I don't know. I think about going back, but you know, the truth is, I don't even think about it. And then I forget that I'm on Twitter, and Twitter <laughs> realizes that I forget because it sent me an email yesterday asking if I needed a Twitter tutorial. <laughs> And and I wish I could have responded and said no. I I just need a reminder that I'm on Twitter. <laughs> I know how to use Twitter. I just I, I forget that you I haven't have. been tweeting. No. Have you Have you done Snapchat at all? No. Teresa just got on Snapchat. Oh, I she was because they have face filters. I don't know if you've seen or heard anything about these. So they he, face filters and they change daily. Like you can turn yourself into a dog or it, it's very <laughs> weird. It's hard to explain. And people listening probably are like laughing at me trying to explain this. But um, the way that you turn the face filters on, you have to hold on to your face. Um, and like, here, I'll do one. Okay. I'm going to show you. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's do the cop. And it, it puts filters on your face. Oh, that's funny. But, like, Teresa reached out. She had followed me. You and- look like a really pretty Eric Estrada in there. I loved him. <laughs> I, loved him. I was going to marry him when I was six. Um, so she reached out to me. She had followed me on Snapchat, and I saw that. And then she's like, how do you do this? And it was so fun. I was like, yay. That's so funny. I love those things. I'm sorry. The cat is just loving Carrie because Carrie doesn't love cats. No. Not at all. No, I'm going to go home and my dogs will smell cat on me. No pout for like one, 10 minutes. One will want to kill the cat. <laughs> the other will just be confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Erica Estrada, um, did you, were you a big Avid Chips fan? Mm-hmm. John Baker. I was going to marry Eric Estrada as well, but I was probably 16, not six. <laughs> so I might have had a better chance. 
Yes. <laughs> he came to um, the water park where I worked uh, once. Hmm. Yeah. I, he was much older then. Him and Frankie Avalon. Remember Frankie and Annette? Yeah. I got to meet uh, Matt Dillon. Oh. Back when he was on um, Little, Little Darlings. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, a long time ago. Yeah. Because we did, like, the whole March Dimes walkathon thing. It's oh, nice. like walking, like, I don't know, 25 miles or something like that. And and we, if you raised a, an exceptional amount of money, which we did, then you got to go to this big party and get to meet Matt Dillon. Mm-hmm. How was he? Well, I thought he was incredibly hot. I was probably 14, <laughs> 14, 15. I thought he was so hot. He's been in weird parts since then, but yeah, I was, I was, that was pretty exciting. Were you bummed about Merle Haggard? Well, did it affect you at all emotionally? No, I didn't really. Sorry. That's, that's old, that's old country. That's, that's before I started listening to country. Right. He is one of the grandfathers of country music, but Mm -hmm. that was very sad. 79, he died on his birthday and. We actually got to see him last summer in didn't Windsor. He, didn't he say that he was going to die yeah, on his he, birthday? he said That's that. That's kind of weird and eerie, isn't it? His son, Ben, posted a photo of them holding hands and it captioned it with, my dad said earlier this week he was going to die on his 79th birthday. Whoa. Wow. <sighs> well, I found an article I wanted to read. Okay. And these are moments that every woman um, has that makes them say the F word. <laughs> and these some of them are very hilarious so the number one um when your brand new pantyhose rip and you don't have another pair to change into uh-huh do you i don't wear pantyhose anymore i don't it hurts my toes i do i wear i i wear pantyhose well because i wear skirts and stuff all the time and so during See, the winter time skirts. during the winter time yeah i always wear pantyhose. i'll wear leggings i i wear um thigh highs a lot uh-huh. that's they don't my, roll down my preference no. Also, I've um, you'd think I'd learn by now, but there's been so many times I've come out of the restroom with my skirt up inside oh. of my pantyhose. So it's not really I don't wear the thigh highs to be sexy or anything. I mean, it's a nice added benefit. You know, if Mm -hmm. I were actually sleeping with somebody right now, it's a nice added benefit for them. But um, no, it's to keep me from embarrassing myself. (laughs) With the whole pantyhose <laughs> issue, but yes, in the wintertime I do, and then I spray tan. I spray tan, you know, because I'm pretty gringa, you know. I so, am too. So yeah, very gringa. So um, in the in the summertime, I, I spray tan, which I'll probably start doing here soon. So in the summer, I spray tan, and then I don't wear pantyhose. That makes sense. Plus, they feel gross when it's you know 95 degrees out. It's like, oh yuck. Mm-hmm. And I, I was at a work dinner this week, and they were talking about how it used to be mandatory at some works where the it still women, is mandatory. At women some work. wore yeah. skirts, and they had to wear pantyhose. Mm-hmm. I've never worked at a place like that. Yeah, it's still mandatory. A lot of places, children's tried to make it mandatory for mm-hmm. a while. We had these weird, this weird dress code thing. You know, the dress code always comes up around May. June before the yeah, yeah dress the warm code weather. always comes up because there's always some idiot who wears something that like you're a like, tube top really you thought that was acceptable <laughs> to wear to work you know like there's I mean on jeans days I've seen women wearing jeans like these like yeah, I'm wearing with the holes and yeah no you can't wear that to work right you know 
And and so the dress code always comes up. Well, they had these people that came from back east. Well, Colorado is so much more casual mm-hmm. than 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 back east is. And so they they wanted to make it mandatory that we wore stockings or tights or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Then the men have to. Yeah. Can you imagine? Although they don't wear skirts. But no, they would have to. I think just yes. because. Yes. Yes, they have to. Equal. Yeah, and they'll have to deal with that, the runs and the pantyhose and making sure you have a extra pair in your desk and, you know, just. Ridiculous. But, yes, it does make me drop the F-bomb if I get a run. <laughs> when you drop your makeup brush in the sink and it gets moist, but you yes! finish putting on your makeup yes! brush. Yes! <laughs> drives me insane. I have bought backup of my favorite makeup brushes because of uh-huh. that situation. Yep, Exactly. Um, when you catch your hair in a straightener or curly iron and it rips off and your scalp is crying, mm-hmm. do you straighten your hair? Um, sometimes. Or is it curly? What kind of hair? What kind of hair texture do you have? I have naturally straight hair. I get it perm sometimes because I like to oh, curl. Mm-hmm. And right now there's no permanent, so I think it looks great. It's this is pretty much how it looks after being blow dried. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very pretty. Thank you. Um, have you got your hair caught in your blow dryer before? No. Thank I, God. That happened once. Like some really? of my hair, I think it got caught in the, it was an older blow dryer and I ha- I replaced it shortly after. Like something in the blow dryer caught some hair and I was like, oh my God, uh-huh. please don't kill me. <laughs> it's like it was crazy. trying to attack me. Yeah. I don't do a whole lot of stuff with my hair, but I can, I get food like in my mouth, like when I'm eating. Uh-huh. You know, that makes me drop to F-bomb. I had to go to the dentist this last week because the last time I had a cleaning done, the lady who was doing her cleaning with the metal tool chipped one of my fillings. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, no big deal. It'll be easier to floss. And it turned into this dis- – and I, this is probably disgusting podcasting. <laughs> it turned into this food trap. And, like, it was so painful. Like, I was flossing six times a day because uh-huh. I hate the feel of food in my teeth. Uh-huh. So I could only imagine what you go through. I can't even. Oh, it drives me insane. So they like fixed that. Hmm. Now I don't have a food trap. Yeah, I have dentures. So I don't <laughs> have to worry about it. But food, food gets food, stuck. Food gets stuck. I go take them out, rinse them out. That's all good. Oh, <laughs> it's easy. Having dentures is easy. <laughs> Another moment that makes us ladies drop the f bomb is when you cut your leg while shaving. Oh my god, yes. Especially if it's by your ankle. Yes. Oh my like god, that, that hurts so and bad. It hurts for hours. Yeah, and, and it then it's not just hours. it's not one f bomb. Then it's like <laughs> fuck, fuck, mother. Yes, that hurts. Um, neither one of us paint our own nails most of the time, mm-hmm. but when you paint your nails and you think it's dry, and then you end up smudging it, that happens with my toes because I don't get pedicures, but like once a year. Oh, I like pedicures. See? Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, my feet are going to be covered till like July because I'm so cold natured. When you look in the mirror and realize you've had lipstick all over your teeth and no one told you, or I'm going to add this food in your teeth. Like it'll be like an hour and a half after. Yeah, it's I, another non-issue. You don't get spinach in your teeth, like anything? no, they're all they're all attached, so it looks like they're they look like regular teeth, right? Mm-hmm. But no, I can get stuff caught underneath them. And you, and then sometimes that. that hurts like hell. Like if it's a seed or something like that, I can get that cut underneath them. But so. before, back in the day, 
Like, do you remember moments? Like, you would look in the mirror. So I added a mirror mm-hmm. to my, my office because of situations like that. Mm-hmm. And Because I would go, like, hours, and I'm like, How I ate spinach two and a half hours ago. Why has someone not told me? It's sitting there yelling, hey, look at me, look at me. Oh. All right, I bet you can relate to this one. When your favorite shoes betray you with a blister. Mm-hmm. Do you wear them again? How do you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You've seen my shoes. Do I yes. seem like comfort is no. a factor in no, my don't. shoes? Okay, no. so no. As I'm but it does older. piss me off when, you know, I, I'm i pretty particular about my running shoes, and I do pay, I pay a lot more money for my running shoes than I do for all my, you know, mm-hmm. my trendy high heels. Um, I'm particular about it, but if I paid 120 bucks for a pair of running shoes, and it gives me the blister when I'm running. Do you take them back? Pisses me the fuck off. Seriously. Do you take them back? Um not not always sometimes i'll just try and break them in especially if i like the cushioning and everything on them most of the time it doesn't it doesn't happen Mm -hmm. but when they betray me and give me that blister Mm. oh my god that pisses me off the f word f bomb definitely gets thrown yeah definitely um when you're wearing high heels and they betray you and you nearly break your ankle no, it doesn't happen to me. You've got, like, <laughs> steel ankles, I, I think, from the shoes that you wear. Mm-hmm. When your favorite hair tie snaps and slaps you on the wrist, like you're being punished. Uh, don't wear I have many thick hair, hair ties. And I have gone through many a hair tie, and it is painful. Or when your oh. hair um, band rips and the rubber band pulls all your hair out. No? No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> when you get your period three days early and bleed all over your non-period underwear. Yes. Oh Sorry, my God, guys, I, I should have probably that. like warned. <laughs> I'm also one of those people that, I, you know, I never get to lead the pack. You know how you all blend in together? I never get to lead the pack. It's usually somebody on the pill. Somebody <laughs> on the pill is leading the pack. And, and then my period always comes at these weird, and it always gets earlier and earlier and earlier and earlier and earlier. Amber fucked up my period. <laughs> I shared an office with her. And yes, I, I actually ruined the skirt. Because <gasps> because of that. Oh no! Amber owes me. Amber, if you're listening, you owe me a skirt. Still, she better be listening. <laughs> I know. Um, when you put deodorant on right after shaving and it burns your skin, do you shave your underarms? Yeah, I okay. do. I I didn't know. You seem like you might never be one it. that had it lasered. Uh, no. <laughs> you seem kind of like you might have that maintenance. Do I see that? Do I really see that high maintenance? No, no, it just seemed like you just wouldn't want to deal with that. No, I don't have enough hair to deal with. I don't have enough body hair to ever deal with, like, laser or uh, waxing and all that stuff. No, I don't have enough. Um, I, I learned early on not to put deodorant it's on. It's not stung ever. Oh, do you, have you ever, do you use like liquid deodorant? I use the kind that doesn't have any of the, I use the secret. I like the secret. Is it clear? The li- okay. Clear secret. Yeah, because back in the day, I'd get out of the shower and want to put deodorant right on. And don't do that. I do that. It doesn't burn oh, me. Oh, wow. Huh. Just like your ankles, your underarms are made of steel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but nick my ankles while I'm shaving. <laughs> then I'm a whiny, crying, F-bomb dropping baby. They're covered with that mm-hmm. n- wimpy, wimpy skin mm-hmm. and nerves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when your shirt gets stuck on an earring and it feels like your ear is being pulled off oh, and yeah. your earring is trying to murder you. <laughs> or a baby. A baby. Yes. You hold a baby, and the baby, that's immediately yanking on it. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
That happened the other uh, That's why I don't few like weekends babies. ago. We were hanging out with Steve's son, and they had their baby. And she's not a baby. She's mm-hmm. like two. And she like pulled my earring. But I most of my earrings are easy to release because mm-hmm. I tend to catch them on things. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh! I'm like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Ear is still intact. When you walk in direct sunlight and you realize you missed a patch of hair on your leg... Like a big patch? Not an issue. I'm, I, I, like I said, I don't have enough hair, and it's very, very blonde. There's a lot of women just hating on you right now. <laughs> just saying, okay, Carrie, we get it. You don't have a lot of hair. I have my, my boobs are moving really south. Does that make it better? Oh, stop. I don't yeah. have a whole lot of hair. But Your I boobs have, look great. Have, because I'm in a bra. <laughs> well, that's why. I wear bras all, always, like even when I sleep. Oh, I don't wear. But I don't sleep. have mi- much up here, so yeah. As soon as I walk in the door, my bra comes off. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're walking while wearing a dress and you give yourself thigh burn, you're a runner. I bet you have nice thighs that don't do that. Um, I've I've experienced it before, but there's there's tricks. She's to like deal searching. With it. No, there's I see you, like no, mentally there's, searching. There's, there's tricks to deal well, with it. What are the it. tricks? Well, like um, you know, the same stuff that you can buy. It's chafing, like chafing lotion, like the same oh. stuff that you buy when you're breaking in new shoes. Mm-hmm. You, you can use that on your inner thighs, and now you just rocked our world. You don't have the the friction that nice. you get from yeah, or even just lotion. <laughs> just really kick on the lotion on your inner thighs, and and they can rub together, and it's not going to bother you. Nice. Yeah. I learned that trick like, when I was you a waitress. Like, this look on your face is like, why doesn't everyone know this? Well, you know, you know, <laughs> that's, that's one of the tricks I do know. Here's something I didn't know. It took me, I was probably 40 years old when I learned this. So, you know, like when you buy a blazer mm-hmm. or, you know, nice slacks and it looks like it has a pocket, but it's sewn together. Yes. It really is a pocket. You can undo it. I, I had no idea. I had no idea. That was just something that they did. So they hang on the hangers really nicely in the store. Uh-huh. And so then I went home and I discovered all these pockets. I had like all these pockets and all these slacks and all these, all these, all these blazers and stuff. I had no idea. We learn something new every day. Uh, apparently. Lotion your thighs, ladies. Lotion and your thighs. And you carry, don't there's the a friction. <laughs> any waitress, probably, any waitress that had to wear dresses. You know, they had to, they probably. I never had to wear dresses as a waitress. Thank God. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I was born later because all of these skirts and dresses that y'all had to wear. Oh my God. I I worked at some places where uniforms, you had to wear uniforms. Even, but even at Gunther Tooties, I was a bartender at Gunther Tooties. They have a bar at Gunther Tooties? They, I think they just have the small alcohol menu at the Gunther Tooties near here. I worked at the one in Glendale and the one in Arvada has full bar. Yeah. Oh. No, the one in. I've never been in. It just looks like a burger joint. It is me. a burger joint, but yes, they have a bar. And as oh. long as as long as the bar has the Corvette, then yeah, it's a full bar. Oh. So I was a I was a bartender at Gunther Tooties and um I always wear the uniform sometimes because it was with a petticoat and mm-hmm. you know, I mean I added the petticoat, it's a fifties joint. So I made it very fifties like, but you know, I could I wear bet Levi's that too. With tips. The petticoat and stuff. I was, you know, I think I'm not a very good flirt, but I actually am a very good awkward flirt. <laughs> and 
And and most of my customers were like blue collar. You know, there's a lot of construction around there and stuff. So most of my customers were like blue collar men, and mm-hmm. they're they're so easy. They are. You just smile at them, let them see a little bit of cleavage, and they tip you big and bring because, their drinks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, another thing that makes women go F-bomb crazy is when you're in a hurry, but you're not wearing a sports bra, and so you start to slightly jog while trying to hold your boobs in place, and it hurts. <laughs> I can't relate. But Carrie, have you been in this situation? I do not leave my house without a bra on. But this is a sports bra. Well, what about, what's the deal with a sports bra? What's I think uh, women with really large, like it has a picture of Kate Upton. Really large breasts, mm-hmm. like running hurts. If they don't have that sports bra, that like, well, yeah, I don't, I can't relate. I wear, <laughs> I wear two sports bras when I go to the when I Why? go to the gym to run. I wear two. I wear one that's because this is actually a stupid story, but. <laughs> This is what caused me to start wearing because I sweat. I I really work out. I'm not one of those women. I don't I don't glisten. I don't sparkle. You know, I I sweat, and you know, my hair is up, and then I have like some loose strands that are like caught in my hair, and I have like I have you know my face is all red, and you know I I I don't want to waste my time there. So I I I really really work out. Plus I like the I like the um um the endorf endorphins. That mm-hmm. you get from running. I like the runner's high. So I seriously sweat. Well, this one time, actually, you know, it's always so weird to me when guys hit on me at the gym. <laughs> because, like I said, I sweat, you know, and so I, I sweat. And, like, I think my boobs sweat, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm like, so this one time, this this guy, he's he's probably a little bit older than me, really handsome black guy. Oh, I have another story about a black guy i got to tell you. <laughs> So this really handsome older black guy, he he starts talking to me, and and he was very obviously flirting with me, you know. And I'm thinking, seriously, I, you know, because I had already worked out. When I walk into the gym, maybe right, but as I'm leaving the gym, n- no, right. I, I I don't turn any heads whatsoever, except that, whoa, did she pee on herself or is that <laughs> sweat, you know? So anyway. This guy, you know, and I'm, so anyway, I go into the locker room, had a nice conversation with this guy, go into the locker room, and I look in the mirror, and you could see everything. (gasps) Because I was wearing a white sports bra, I was wearing a white top, and you could see everything. And I had some nipples going on, and I mean, you could see everything. So then, so after that, I, um, and I have, um... I have, I don't know if I have like sensitive nipples or what, but if I'm like, I wear padded bras because otherwise you're gonna. S- I, I've had so many men that said, Is that you cold? I'm like, what? Oh, and then I look down improper. and it's like, oh God. That is not a proper <laughs> yeah. way to so talk that is, to a lady. That is why dudes. I wear two sports bras. But yeah, it does also give me, like, you know, I have, I have C cups, but. It doesn't hurt me when I run, but I imagine it would if I wasn't wearing good support. Yeah. I watch some of the people, like this one woman, I'm watching her run, and she's probably got, she's got well over double D cups. Mm-hmm. Well over. And she's she's 
pretty good sized woman. And she she's at the gym sometimes on the treadmill and I watch her run and man, I want to take her shopping for a bra because I mean, she has no support. And I'm like, that's gotta hurt. Right. That's really gotta hurt. But she I bet probably she's doesn't dropping know some it. serious F bombs. Yeah. <laughs> dropping some serious F bombs. Um, when you order something online and it doesn't fit um, and you have to drive all the way to the post office to get postage to send it back. Oh, I don't have to do that. I just go to my leasing office. There you go. Return this. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're on your period and you sneeze and then stay <laughs> still while you figure out if you should casually run to the bathroom or if you're good to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm 48. I've had three kids. And it doesn't matter that I work out. And it doesn't matter that I do my Kegel exercises all the time. You know, and I've even tried. Like, I mean, this none of this matters. At 48 years old, I gave my... Teresa's talked about this. Yes. It's not just being on your period. It's not. You you sneeze, you cough, and then you're like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Guys have no idea. They don't. They, they really, really don't. And if you laugh too hard, then you can pee on yourself. And yeah, it's... Oh, when you shave your bikini line and pray and hope that you don't get bumps, you don't have a lot of hair. Never mind. Yeah, I when, don't. Your, when your bra breaks and the underwiring stabs your skin and your soul. Oh, God, I hate that. <laughs> I don't have. Yeah. And I speaking of bras, too, when your when your favorite bra is discontinued. Has that happened to you? Yes. What company? Uh, Fredericks. I like to buy from Fredericks. I used to buy from Victoria's Secret, and then I learned that Fredericks of Hollywood is cheaper and better quality. Ah. So I buy all my bras from Fredericks, but I have a couple, and I, I, I have like four bras in different colors of this particular bra, but no, they don't sell that bra anymore, and I love that. It makes my boobs Did you look call so them? fabulous. It does. They. I mean... Did you call them, though? No, it's just one of those seasonal kind of deals. I should have stocked up. When I, you know, because I, I, seriously, my, my boobs look amazing in these bras. Amazing. Aww. And they're convertible, yeah. you know. So, yeah. That made Those me drop the, the F-bomb. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you said you had another story about another African-American gentleman. Oh. Are we done with that? We are done the with F-bombs? that list. Yeah. Okay. So I used to have these neighbors who lived up on the third floor. I live on the garden level and these neighbors and, you know, the woman was nice enough and the man was nice enough. Their kids drove me insane. They had four kids. One was the baby. The boys, I, I was always convinced one of the boys probably had some of the same issues as Skylar, mm-hmm. you know. And and, and even the, the mother, I mean, they learned all their yelling and stuff. So anyway, they moved out. And they've been moved out for, for a while. So they, they've been moved out for... Um, so it's taken them about two months to get somebody else in that apartment. So I see a moving truck there yesterday and, you know, I didn't notice. I just noticed that they were moving in. So they're moving into that, that apartment that's up on the third floor. And, um, later the guy Mm -hmm. who's moving in upstairs, seriously, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful black man. He's got his shirt off because he's moving stuff, right? Right. He's probably my age because he's got three guys with Uh him that are like, they look like younger versions of him. So I'm thinking it's him and his sons. I'm hoping that he has a wife because as I see him, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to awkwardly flirt with you. 
<laughs> Every time I talk to you, I'm going to twist my hair because that's what happens. You know, if I'm attracted to a guy, I like twist my hair. Oh, you're, you're giving away secrets, Carrie. I know my friend, my friend Forrest. He's amused by it because he's really, really attractive. You know, so I was telling. You know, every time I talk to you, I like twist my hair, <laughs> and you know, I don't want to date him or anything. But yeah, so hopefully he's got. But man, he is beautiful. Seriously beautiful. And I'm thinking, that is so much better than those horrible kids. Oh, one of those horrible kids, they ripped my antenna off of my car, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So, Did they I mean, replace so this it? Is, no. So this is so much better than, than you know, got wow. some eye candy up there. Doesn't Ken live in the apartment building? Ken lives Ken lives where I was going to move to. Oh, okay. And, and then, you know, I was going to move to a two-bedroom, and, and Ken lives over there. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now you have eye candy. That can be awkward. Avoid that situation. Ken, Ken, is, Ken is eye candy, too. So I haven't met him. I want to meet him one day in person. Yeah. He's an amazing man over text message when you're in the hospital. Mm. <laughs> he was, was great super, at giving me updates. He was super sweet. I'm, we're taking everything very slow, and I think he's very, very comfortable with that because of what happened with him. I don't. I don't know if we'll be involved or not. I, I. I. don't, and I hope I don't disappoint him. You know, but he's a God. He's a nice man. He seems pretty amazing. He. He is. He's truly a nice man. He's got a really good son, and yeah. he seems intelligent. Um, very intelligent. And well, he says he's intimidated by me, but yeah, this is actually. And I'm not saying this to brag. I'm, I'm not saying this to brag at all because this has actually hindered me. Um, in in dating. But he says he's intimidated by how smart I am, you know? You are very smart. But, and I hear that from men, and, but it's not, always a good, it's not always a good thing. Because they don't want a girl that's smart. No, they don't want a girl that's smarter yeah. than them. And so it's not always a good thing, you know? And I do always end up with... Men are very attracted to me at first. They are very attracted to me at first because I'm funny, I'm smart, I, I have depth, you know, I'm interesting, I, you know, and I'm independent. So they're very fascinated by me at first. But when they get to actually dating me, no, they, I think most men don't really want a smart woman and they don't really want a woman with depth. Right. You know, they, they so. They so, want someone to sit there and be pretty. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and so, I don't know, it takes very, very strong men. To to they have to be very strong, very intelligent men. I also I like men to be smarter than me. I, I really do. You like the challenge. I, I like yeah. I like Is, it. When that's men why are you had a crush me. on Ralph. Yeah, Doctor Ralph. Yeah. Well, and plus he's just so incredibly, incredibly nice. You know, I mean, you met him. I mean, he's, oh, yes. he's a super nice man. Yeah, super nice man. How? Where has he been in all of this drama? Well, he um, he thought that I was over at the university, so he went over there. He sent me a text. I it was um, he was informed um, okay, what was what was going on. It, as it turned out, that that Monday um, that I was still in the hospital that Monday, um, my first meeting was with Ralph and a couple other people, and so so he heard from Amber right away what was mm-hmm. going on, and so. Um, yeah, he's he's a nice man. Good. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of nice people in your life. I do have nice people in my life. And you know what's so funny is that I'm always one of these people that 
I don't know. I doubt myself a lot. I think that's human. And so I'm, I'm, I always wonder, you know, and I start thinking that, you know, it's just, it's a conspiracy. Just people are trying to, you know, they want to make me feel good. And then Ken pointed out yesterday, he's like, you know, because I brought this up with him and he's like, if they want to make you feel good, then they probably like you. Yes. And like, oh, yeah. <laughs> good point. <laughs> You're super smart, but sometimes the obvious just goes right past you, and you have to be like hitting the head. Yeah, as soon as as soon as insecurities and self doubt and stuff sit in, then then yeah, it just blows everything up for sure. And then all of a sudden, I'm like stupid girl, and and then I'm more attractive. To, and then you buy seventy five dollar jeans. Yeah, yeah. So that. there you go. Any of those men who think that you know I can't date her, she's too smart for me. I had bought seventy five dollar <laughs> jeans with holes in them. So how smart is that? Seriously, it's not smart. That's not smart. Fifty dollars oh. on a faded. Yeah, yeah. It's not smart. But you look great. Thank you. And I'm happy that you came by. <laughs> I am too. And you'll be back next month, next May. Yeah, next May, next May, next month, which is May. God, this year's flying. Not this May. I'll come back the next no, May. You're going to be back next <laughs> the next month. No. Wow. Well, thank you, Carrie McLeod. I'm. It's so- already an hour. Yeah. Wow. You, and I always worry. You, I'm you not sit down have- and you go. I don't think I'm going to have anything to talk about. <laughs> I'm like. Don't worry, Carrie. I know. I was even gonna bring. I was gonna bring this book. It's like writing prompts, and they they have some really funny stuff in there. Bring it next time. Yeah. And so I was I was gonna bring it, and I thought you know because I'm because I, I always think that every single time I think I'm not gonna have anything. Is that to say. insecure I'm not side of Carrie coming to through. Say. I know I've never in my life run out of things to say, so I don't know Ever. why I think I'm going to sit down and have nothing to say. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. (laughs) Well, thank you, Carrie McLeod. And thank you for having me. And everyone listening, thank you for listening. And you guys have a great week. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You found us once, but can you find us again? Make sure and check out our website at twogirlsandabottleofwine.com. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Rockin' Comedy Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon.